everybody. Hello. Um, magandang hapon sa every. Oh no, magandang umaga to everybody who's joined us um, on uh, today here on Kumu and Facebook. Um, thank you so much for joining us today on uh, Usapan Kahusayan. Today we are talking about excellence talk. So, you know, um, this is something that is close to both Marfe and I's heart uh, because we really truly believe that in everything that we do, we should always be infusing excellence, um, whether that is in ourselves or whether we're helping somebody else. I think we should always sprinkle excellence in all that we do, right, Marfe? Yeah, honestly, that's the greatest value to have because it's all about learning right now, you know, being inspired from other people's stories, other people's, you know, journeys, and, you know, just having this topic today um, thank you, Yona, for including me because I really look up to our guests and his journey and his, the way he, he is as a person. Exactly. And, um, you know, we really, uh, like here at EVS, we really created this platform or this show so that we are able to have those conversations, um, to be able to have uh, a conversation where it's open, where we're open to learning, we're open to discussing, and just really being... Um, being really wanting to be better with ourselves um, because really at the end of the day we're inspired to be better we do better so i think yep. it's really important for um, our viewers to have that open-mindedness and for any conversations or for any topics that we do talk about particularly in usap and kalsayan excellence talk um, it's nothing we're just really shining a bright light on the amazing aspects um, of uh, you know the filipino culture uh, the Filipino people um, and perhaps you know there might be times where we discuss things where we can improve or we can mm -hmm. develop but at the end of the day it's always about wanting to you know infuse that excellence so today like what Marfe mentioned we have an amazing guest um, who I'm excited to get to know more and excited to introduce to our powered community um, today we have uh, James Rumar he's an Air Force veteran um, a husband, a dad, an educator, a mentor, and the chief of staff at Kumu, which is super, super exciting for both Marfe and I. Now, James's dedication and hard work and perseverance continues to inspire Filipinos all over the world to work towards what they want and pursue their goals and aspirations in life despite the many obstacles stand in our way. Now, yes, Kumu yes. is... A Kumu is a powerful social media platform that we're currently streaming on as well right now um, that yep. bring the voices of Filipinos from all over the globe at the forefront. Now, aside from presenting users real-time earning opportunities as a live streamer, chances to win cash in various game shows and engagement in campaigns, Kumu also fosters communities that ignite relevant discussions among Filipinos. So as you can imagine, I am so excited right now. Now to this day, Kumu continues to play an instrumental role in the lives of so many Filipinos. And a lot of that is thanks to James and his wonderful team. So without further ado, right, Mafe? Let's welcome yes, James yes, on the yes. show. Hi, James. Hey, Hi, James. what's up, everybody? Yona, thank you for having me today. Mafe, thank you for also inviting me to the show. I appreciate the invite and I cannot wait to start discussing about some great topics that we have for today. And uh, I really appreciate the warm, warm welcome 
as well for the show. So uh, everyone here at uh, Empowered Virtual Services and uh, Yona's team, um, just uh, Madame Salamat for having me today. Oh, wonderful. Madame Salamat to you, James, um, for, no for being here, for joining us. Um, you know, as I uh, briefly mentioned, this show is all about excellence talk. So it's really about what we can do as individuals, what we can do as teams to um, to bring out the best in each other. Um, and that way it actually, you know, we're able to achieve great things together. So I yeah. wanted to, if, if you could please just share with us, um, you know, uh, who James is and what is it that you do? Um, hello everybody. Kumusta, magandang umaga for everybody in the Philippines and uh, uh, good afternoon for everyone else around the world and good evening as well. Um, I really, if I want to describe myself, I have to uh, go to my, my humble beginnings in uh, East San Jose, California. Um, it's a low income community where I'm from back in, uh, back in the States. And it, it's pretty, um, I'm a son of a teamster. My dad was part of the union where he worked as a warehouseman. And my mom worked in the electronic assembly line in Silicon Valley. Right. Um, mm. And I bring that because I have hardworking parents and they instilled that hardworking attitude to me in an early age. And, you know, I was at an affinity of going back to the Philippines all the time because uh, my parents always took me back to the Philippines, you know, when they have a chance to during summer vacations and whatnot uh, to visit my family um, and visit a lot of places uh, throughout the Philippines. So I, I loved the Philippines early on. Um, growing up, I played you know, sports. I was very active. Um, I didn't have the best of grades, but I always showed up. <laughs> I was always in the classroom, <laughs> but I, it doesn't mean I was, you know, uh, the best studious person in the world, right? Uh, fast forward after high school, I um, joined the United States Air Force as a military police officer and served proudly for seven and a half years. And um, after that, I went, you know, uh, during that time, I met my wife and then also met uh, some of the Kumu co-founders at universities. California, Santa Barbara, UCSB, um, because I was partying there hard because uh, that's where all the Filipinos were at. And on the military base, I have a lot of military friends, much less all my military brethren and sisters. But um, I, I partied hard with the Filipino community off, off base at a college. And that's where I met my wife. I met Roland, another co-founder, Angelo, Andrew, um, and my, uh, one of my other close friends named Alex. And we all met there. And that's where I met my wife. Um, we've been married since 2004. And now, um, you know, I was, I served seven and a half years. I was in Korea, I was in the Middle East. And then um, I always wanted to become a teacher, an educator while I was in the service. And even before then, um, uh, I think it was, I was inspired by my grandma on my mom's side to become a teacher. And I, I finally used the chance to uh, use my government benefits, right? Uh, the the McGurmy GI Bill in the United States to pay for uh, college. Oh, um, feedback, okay. And then um, uh, when I was after, right after the, my military career, I went to school full time and I started coaching American football. I know, you know, there's, there's a lot of uh, definitions of football around the world. We have rugby, Austin yeah. football, American That's football, right. don't want the helmets. Don't want the helmets. <laughs> right. when I coach again. Gridiron. Yeah, the gridiron. So I uh, coached, coached football when I was going to school uh, to get my bachelor's degree. And I, end, um, and I worked in education since. So basically from 2007 all the way to um, 2018, I was, a, I was an educator. 
I was always coaching football. And when I say as an educator, I, I believe coaching is education. So I was always, I always consider that my first job in education was a football coach. But I later, um, during the time, I also was a, a, a high school teacher, a middle school teacher. I ran nonprofit programs on the side. Um, I mentored teachers. I mentored young adults who just graduated college. And then I eventually became a principal, uh, a vice principal of a school, uh, becoming the dean of students for like two, two years before I came, before I came to Kumu. Okay. And when I, uh, when I was a principal in school, I, in that time, that's the, that was my goal to become a principal, to become a dean. Right. And I just wanted to, like, I always told my wife, I just, I just want to coach football and, uh, and uh, discipline kids and mentor them. Right. In such a way. And I got to that point. And then at the same time, you know, my wife was pregnant and then, you know, uh, Roland Ross, the, the co-founder, another co-founder and the CEO of Kumin right now, he called me and says, hey, James, I have an idea. I know you love the Philippines and I know you uh, lo lo love going back there. What do you think about us working together and, and, and connecting Filipinos around the world? And at that moment, that was like, I guess it changed my life a little bit, <laughs> right? Remind you, I'm at the pinnacle of my career. My wife's pregnant. And at that time, when Roland called me, I'm in a drugstore uh, in, in in Sacramento, California, and I sat down on the middle of the floor. I was talking to Roland for 30 minutes. And we don't talk that often. And then he called me and says, hey, you want to do this move and, and, and start collecting Philippines around the world? And that was it. He didn't say how. He didn't say an app. He didn't say nothing. And then, boom, 2018 hits. And now you fast forward to 2021, three years now. It's been wow. three years exactly since my first trip back to the Philippines with Roland of starting Kumu. And now here we are. Now I'm talking to you and Mafe. So that's mm -hmm. my real quick introduction. <laughs> wow. That is amazing. Yeah. Freaking that amazing. Is, yeah. I know. That is so amazing. Like you've gone from so many like industries, really. Yeah. Like yeah. that is that, you know, we're talking, I mean, we're talking about the army as well. Like that, that is so insane. Like you just went from here. And then now you're there in the Philippines, oh, well, not here, but like in the yeah, US, yeah. to Korea, to, you know, yeah. and then now you're yeah. there in the Philippines, um, educating and inspiring Filipinos. Like your story, James, is really inspiring. Like the fact that you were in a drugstore and you just had that conversation and you're sitting on the floor for 30 <laughs> minutes. And then now you're there yeah. in the Philippines for three years. Who would have yeah. thought that that conversation would have brought you? Did, like, did, mm. did you, like, what made you think, yeah, this is such a great idea. I, I think I could really answer that fast. It's the, um, when he told me about it, remember he, and when Roland called me and he said, are you down? I know you love the Philippines, of course. Yeah. And then he said, the next thing was, um, I, this, this is, there's a plan I have. I want to do something about connecting Filipinos around the world. Yeah. And from that, I said, yes, because of the fact that if you go down my lineage of, of my work history, my employment history, my, my, my passions, it's all about, it's all been about service and servicing others, yes. right? So you put it back to, you know, put that call Roland and then you fast forward to now, it's all about the service. It's all about, you know, serving others and helping others and connecting others still, which look, look at that, right? Th th those folks are all from, from Luzon and all around the Philippines, right? To that picture with the co-founders and those, that was like, matter of fact, those, that picture right there, it, it really shows the service to others as we help a lot of those folks out 
were just all of them are users that turned to Kumu employees. Amazing. That's the beautiful thing about it. That picture right there. So again, it's service. It's again, it's it's uh, connecting with others. It's uh, it, it, it's uh, going back to your topic of the day, excellence. And that's what you know we strive to do every day. We don't settle for. We're happy about victories. We celebrate any and all victories. But at the end of the day, in order to be excellent, you gotta like okay, you celebrate the victory already, small or big. We always acknowledge our victories, but then we move on because in order to be excellent, you can't just you know think about your last championship. You gotta go on to the next one, right? So uh, that's yeah. what our mindset's been at about you know regarding um, some of my core values in life. Number one's integrity, number two is service, and number three is excellence in all you do, right? So <laughs> those are those three things. It's just, it's just, you know, it's just, it's very fitting that you had that, that topic excellence, right? Because that's part of my lifestyle, part of my uh, work, work, work ethics as well, too. Yes. Oh, wow. I mean, you know, I, I just love, um, I can really hear and feel the passion that you have uh, for the people and also for the role that you play, because it is it is integral, um, given the fact that you are the, uh, you know, chief of staff, you know, you would have, um, besides your own personal values, you would also have a list of uh, qualities, I suppose. So, you know, skill sets aside, because I think skills, um, I think you would agree with me that skills can be learned. Yes. But it's those inherent values or inherent skills that's within each one of us is what makes us, um, you know, individuals. And so for you, James, when you when you build your team and, you know, you look at um, the individuals in your team, what do you see are the qualities, um, you know, that you really look for? Um, so are you saying in the sense of uh, pandemic times or post-pandemic or, you know, I mean, oh, um, yeah. for me... Uh, uh, I think right now, this day and age, regardless if it's uh, in person or virtual, yeah. you have to really decipher and filter that person you meet if there's someone's gonna work for you know uh, my team or someone's gonna be part of my team rather. I I believe that you know there's a you have to really from the time of their application or the time of the message or the time of you know the first it takes like you know I think I always say three to four good interactions before I get to know somebody. And, and those three interactions could be small or big. One could be an email, then, then okay, cool, I've met this, that's one touch point. The second touch point is the application, that's cool, I read it. The third is the second, the third email, and then fourth is the final meeting. So that's three or four interactions until something happens. And then when you finally meet that person, you know, um, skills can be learned, but at the same time, are you, how do you, are you gonna trust this person? um are they going to be really loyal are they really part of the team can you tell if they have hidden agendas can you tell if that they're going to be selfish can you tell that if they're going to uh fumble or make a mistake will they have integrity to own up to it um you have to find a way to process those questions when you talk to somebody when you first meet them when, you have to really find out how true that person is and how valuable they can be to your mission I, of course, I'll take everyone's work experience into consideration, but personal characteristics, especially now in the virtual world, is very, very important. Because unlike in the office place, you could, you know, physically see if someone's working. You know, if you saw people fall asleep in the office before, I have, I catch people, I caught students sleeping, I catch employees <laughs> sleeping, I caught teachers sleeping, I caught fellow <laughs> principals sleeping, okay? So, you know, 
you could physically see somebody putting putting the work effort into it. But now if you're in an online setting, right, you're gonna have to see how how responsive that person is. Of course, there's there's expectations to be here and here at a certain time and be available. Okay. You there's no perfect science yet to it. You could have a clock in, clock out system. You could have a person join every single meeting. But how do you know they're doing the work? How do you, then, you know that they're they're uh, doing those things? So those are the questions you have to be upfront about when you meet somebody, um, you know, uh, who, who's going to be working for your team and how if they're, if they're all will fit your mission. Right. You know, that's those, those are the things I really think about when adding somebody to my team and who wants to work for me. Right. And, and that's just the bare minimum for Kumu. I don't hire nobody on my because Kumu in general, we're almost at 300 employees total. Well, I take care of one department on top of all the other staff, all the managers, all the leaders. I, I help I help cultivate a culture between the sta- the, the, uh, the executives, the other managers from other departments in the entire Kumu company. Our department of we call it the uh, the the the, uh, the 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 community the user community department. We have over 170 employees now actually directly report to me. So I'll have a team, which includes Mafe as well, right? That we have to, you know, I have to make sure I trust them in making that filter process go through. I have to in- install, instill some of my, my, my own uh, advice of who we should hire, who should be part of the team, right? I try to, uh, I don't like saying be a role model at all. I don't understand. I'm not a role model, but I try to inspire and motivate our managers and our, our 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 key key leaders to make sure that the ones that we're hiring has that Kumu blood. What I mean about Kumu blood is that even with Kumu, for this now we're talking about straight business practices for your specific company. For me, I'd like to have users, customers, consumers of our product, be the ones working for our product. That's the most important thing for me. I got that from Ben and Jerry's ice cream, where they only hire loyal customers to be mm-hmm. working for those employees. Yeah. Right. Same thing at like uh, USAA Insurance back in the United States. It's an insurance company that tailored to military veterans, but they only hire uh, dependents and military veterans, folks who've been in were living a military lifestyle, right? Not just troops, but the dependents too. So I, from those two companies, I, I thought to myself about Kumu, it was like the same thing. I don't want anybody in, my, in this community, user community department, which has a lot of different uh, sub-functions, I don't want them to not know the product. I want them to be religiously loving the product and, and making sure they're really there to make the product better. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you have your own filter process for your applications, who you become a team, and also you have your own company uh, ideals. You mesh those both, and then boom, you have a hiring practice that I don't know how it works, but it works because I got a lot of awesome people on the team that love the product now, you know, and love uh, making it, making improvements for it for the next batch of users. Speaking of love, hello, Kumu family who's tuned in. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I'm here on Facebook. I see you What's all up, there. <laughs> Nick said, where can he apply? 
<laughs> but you know, I've seen James in action, and I see him daily. You know, even if we don't see each other uh, physically, I, I I feel the aura and the you know the environment that he's created. Um, each person I meet, I meet a new person every day, and it's just the same type of energy. And I'm just like, I love this. You know, the leaders have really created um, you know a, an environment where they're welcome, and it's true. You skills can be taught but character and integrity somebody's ha you have to have that in your heart and um that's something i always preach also with my team and i know yona you do the same that hey we can get anyone you know i can teach you the skills but if you don't have the love you don't have the you know the the, the loyal factor or the, you know just just be, being trusted right having the integrity then then why will I waste my time? If you're not gonna pull, give me your 100%, why will I give you my 100%, right? There's so much more other people there that are hungry. And um, you know, speaking of that, drop your halo halo and your lechon because James is hungry right now. <laughs> See, I get this from them, I'm like, it's never serious anymore. You know me, Yoda, I'm like, yeah, I know. Here comes James and Roland drop the hello hello in our meetings. I'm like, guys, when when Marfe told me about Kumu, I was like, what is this? What, what's this, this this new social media platform, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's interesting because I am not like, I generally don't, you know, go online and things like that. And when I first got on to uh, speak with Marfe, I had the best time because Seriously, because I was receiving these hello hellos. Receiving a hello hello is way better than just getting a heart on other social media platforms, right? You, just yeah. <laughs> you know, so you're getting a gift is actually more awesome, I think, in my opinion. I oh, 100%. <laughs> and then the other day, uh, my husband and I had our first show. And we yeah. had the is it the Kumuniverse or something like that, like the yeah, actual. The <laughs> I was like, yes, I was like, <laughs> I was like, that's. I was even trying to get it on my head and stuff, but like, you know. And I just love that approach, you know. You've yes. uh, the team, the Kumu team, and I love that you always refer to it's you know the team, and it's a. I know you all. Yeah. Uh, it's it's said everywhere. It's community. Right, and yes. I love how you've really um, they, the team have really infused that Filipino flavor in all the mm -hmm. essence of that word. You yes. know, in terms of sure. just the way we speak, the the gifts that we give, like, and just that sense of family, that yes. you know, that community, and yes. getting people together to inspire one another. And you know, Marfe and I always talk about this, and it's all about you know, community over co uh, competition. And I love that about Kumu because you yeah. all are so great at lifting each other up. Like I attended a meeting, you know, a couple of weeks back and the person who was presenting, you could tell she loved her job. Bless, and we that, love you. Yeah, like, seriously, the way she, she did her presentation, I was like, I love, like she was just on a different vibe. And, you yeah. know, it takes you to a different place as a person who's receiving this isn't just receive information, you're receiving a culture, you're receiving yeah. a vibe, you're receiving a feeling. And that is yeah. something that, you know, it's so amazing because it's 
that is so hard to just do it by PowerPoint, right? Oh, this is how you give a vibe. No, but because what you said, you hire people who truly believe in the, the product. Yes. And so yeah. they really speak it in everything that they do. I just absolutely love that. I mean, you know, for you, 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 you hit, hit the nail on the head where you said, you know, you, you guys cultivate a culture. And how, like, how is it that, you know, I know th there's a plethora of, you know, variables that plays a part in culture. But mm -hmm. I think from a high level, you know, what are the things that people can do to cultivate such a great culture? In, especially when working with remote teams? I, I think it's the, uh, the core values of what, of what, what, your, what your mission for the company is, right? And you know, we, were, we say it's, a, for us, for Kumu, it's safe, it's positive, and we are accepting to all. And that goes for our staff, that goes to our users, that goes to our platform. Right, we stick with those with those with those guns right there. You know, we we really like, we like to stay this really with that. Say positive acceptance to all. If we're able to really, that's that. Those are your 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 driving factors of your mission statement or your your goals of your company or or team or the the, uh, the thing, the the structure you want to give culture to. You have to have some type of you know mantra, some type of uh, goals. When people think about you, they think about those things that happen there. Right, um, mm. it's never perfect. You're not gonna get all three all the time, you know. But if you keep on working towards that, you know, I think that it, um, it, that's that creates the culture, right? You know, um, at the same time, you know, uh, I'm coming from a from a sports background as a as a football coach, and you look at the culture of sports teams. When you think of purple and gold, people think the Lakers. When you think about baseball, you think about the Yankees and being blue. Right. So there's also the fun part, right, is like the, the marketing, right, of the culture. He's not sad. Look at him. Our Carlito Tarzir is not sad. Right? He's doing thumbs up, right? So the yeah. culture of it, you know, we really provide a place um, for Kumu is that we, we, we try to dub it the social media Disneyland, you know, oh, where lovely. people people could go to any other platforms and act how they ever want to act. And they can do all that on uh, in, uh, other platforms, right? If um, you want to receive daily daily prayers and 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 and, and crit criticisms and chastisement from your aunt, go to that blue platform, right? Called FB. If you want to see you know fake <laughs> fake images of people's fake lives and everything edited, go to IG. That's fine, okay? <laughs> but for Kumu. You look at an area where you want to come in as yourself and come in knowing that you're trying to get away from all that to come into a happy and positive environment that you feel safe, positive, and accepting. Same thing like Disneyland. In Disneyland, you're not going to see rival political parties wearing their political affiliations. Mm. You're going to see Mickey Mouse t-shirts, princess this t-shirt, Star Wars stuff at Disneyland. And that's what Kumu's all about is when you build your culture, you have to have boundaries and, and, and uh, things that, to, to protect your culture, right? And when you're infusing that culture, it, like regardless if it's the mantra or it's the marketing, it's the, you know, shout out to Vicky Herrera for also being a VP of marketing for Kumu, shout out to you for keeping us sane mm -hmm. for the last three years. And then it's also people like Blessy, who, mm. I, me and Roland, 
you know, we're, we're I, you know, he lost some hair. I gained a lot of weight. Angel Mendez and I come from, we gained a lot of weight. We're protecting this culture for the sake of our health, you know, and we're doing our best, right? We're, we're getting, we're getting, we're, and we have so many meetings, but the people, the people that you hire, the people that you bring along with you, how could they help defend the culture? How could they help protect the culture? How could they help promote the culture? So that's what you want to think about. Like, Blessy is a great example. Power mm. user that turned staff, and now she's doing presentations. Yeah. Um, she leads our she leads uh, 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 campaigns, to help bring revenue now, and she's it's been a remarkable story. And she was just a college graduate. Yeah. Okay. So age and experience has nothing to do with it for me. It's all about people who love the co company, but the culture. You go back to culture. It has to be people that want to defend it and say, "Hey, this is what Kumu is all about." Right. This is or whatever fill, fill in whatever job you're doing or whatever company you work for. This is what we're all about. And you have to have people that are cheerleaders for that, but are, are, are loyalist cheerleaders, not just ones that just done for a job. Hi, Don yeah. Kumu. Hey, no, you want people like Bessie. I bet I know she's bubbly. I know she's yeah, positive, she's right? Amazing. And that's yeah. and that's and that's not fake. It's really her. That's when you really meet her in real life, that's her. You know, and that's what Kumu is <laughs> all about is you bring your authentic self, you know. So yeah, going back to culture. You have to have a lot of things in place to really protect and preserve it. And and the mission statement start it starts with the mission statement and goals, you know. Oh, I love that. No, I I was really I was when I when Blessy did did that presentation, I was really like um wowed by the yeah. passion that she had about the presentation. Like any anybody can present, right? They can just go go yes. by the PowerPoint. But the way she did it, honestly, I was like, I messaged Marfe and I was like, man, who is this girl? This girl is amazing. I was like, yeah, 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 it's as if she's on a show. I was just like, she's, yeah. she was so good. Like, she was like, bam. And I'm like, yes, yes. <laughs> it was so much fun. You know, she really made that fun. And I think I can feel that from you, James, how you really, you know, um, culture is definitely important to everybody. And I love that it's important to all the leaders. Now for you, you know, in terms of leadership, and I know you've got a very strong foundation, being yeah. a veteran, also um, with your background in sports, and of course in education. Now that's pretty solid foundation right there. But I know, yeah. you know, I know that you know, like with technology, uh, things do ch change and they evolve. Yeah. So with yeah. you as even as a person, you know, yes. how do you like how do you invest in yourself or what is it that you do to invest in yourself to in, in order to continue to hone in on those leadership skills? Okay. Um regarding leadership skills, um you it, it it's connecting with others still. Right? Mm -hmm. And it's adapting. It's adapting and connecting to with others. Um, obviously, transitioning from the military to education, a lot of similarities. For me, transitioning from education to the tech space to the startup space, very different. Mm. Um, I am, you know, when you meet me in person, I, you could tell I'm, I'm, I love being in front of, uh, of not, I don't care about being in front of the crowd. I like being in the crowd. I love mm. being with the people, I love being with around people. So, not having the physical interactions is very tough for me, right? So um, you cultivate 
something virtually by using the tools around you, okay? So for example, you have a WhatsApp group chat. If I'm the leader of a WhatsApp group chat and I'm not heard in that group chat for X amount of days, am I really leading? You know, those are just, those, these are just the uh, new, new age uh, things to think about, right? Yep. How could you, you know, extroverts, introverts, whatever the case may be, you're, you're in a group chat, right? If you're, if you're yeah. whatever type of leadership you bring to the table or what type of personality you have or whatever NBTI trait you have, you know, shout out to my ENT, <laughs> ENTJs, all right? Um, but <laughs> when you, you think about how do you show up to, to work, you know, if you're a leader on a group chat, okay? Um, are you participating? Are you inspiring others? Are you really being able to be yourself and be open? Hey, DM me anytime. Or you set up a process of how to contact you. If you're in X amount of group chats or X amount of different platforms that you're part of because of your job, because there's ways of different ways of communication all, all through, right? Um, how attentive are you to all those things? If you're a leader, you're gonna be able to, to manage yourself in, in, in those areas. I don't like using Slack. I hate using Slack. Personally, I don't like using Slack, all right? <laughs> Me too. Me too. I, I, I get it. Slack's cool. Yeah, I met, it doesn't the, I, I, I met the co I met the founder and CEO of uh, Slack. He was breakdancing in San Francisco at a Filipino event. So shout out to wow. that guy. Wow. He's pretty cool though. But I get annoyed of using Slack, okay? <laughs> um, but so with Slack, you know, I, I, I do my part. I show up there at least. Mm. I'm um I'm putting more facts there. Like it was like Slack is like, you know. But like it's like this. It's like me putting a polo shirt on now, right? <laughs> this is me at Slack, right? Here. So, uh, Slack. Okay, I'm like this, right? Like it's all data. It's all data. Like this is my serious face. This, I don't know why my fingers. This is like it's like data. Here's here's the facts. Good job. Yes, okay. I will do that. No problem. Here's the data to back it up. Oh wow, the line went really up this week. I went really down this week. So you, 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 you interact that way. Yeah. And there's different group chats you can interact to. Then at the same time, you're communicating, you're adapting to those platforms. You're, you're learning to how to communicate. You're learning how to be a jokester in those things. Um, a jokester, but a professional, <laughs> right? You're learning how to do a lot of different things. Okay. Oh my um, but you also, it's also experienced into it, right? So uh, we had uh, evals this whole, this whole month. Shout out to Isabella for scheduling all those evals this month and having and my my boy EJ and of course the awesome Eula uh, Claire helping me out with evals every single day and you know it, again it's showing up it's having a process it's making sure that you're present um, but how can you do an eval in a virtual space if you haven't even met somebody right mm, great question yeah. Right, that's the hardest part. It's like this week uh, we had to do evals. I haven't even met you, but I'm 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 giving you a tough score. Like I think you deserve a three, bro, because <laughs> X, Y, and Z. It's so hard. I can't do that. It's so hard. So when you're leading in a virtual space, it's all about the input. Now you have weekly reports, which we, we you know we, we get weekly uh, check-ins. We do weekly meetings. 
you do x or y uh, you don't want to kill them with meetings but you do x you do serious touch points there's a fine balance i've seen it all a lot, a lot in this virtual space like we shouldn't have meetings at all then all of a sudden i look then then you go back to slack and then you see the line drop right <laughs> we shouldn't have meetings at all the line drops then all of a sudden all right i think we should meet more then the line goes up like oh okay you're right so again it takes time experience in this virtual space to really find yourself to be a leader um i can't it, it, it i always tell this even to other coaches who are successful or unsuccessful it, it, it it's your own chemistry it's your own you know your own magic that you bring to the table you can't i can't explain it sometimes where where i'm doing evals but i know that person's job and worth because i do touch points with the manager i do one-on-ones i do city hall meetings i do you know uh in, in frequent one-on-ones right i i text one-on-one i do voice chat i do for a virtual space for leadership just like my my principal and my teacher door was always open for my students it's the same thing for me right it's the same thing for me but i i process because there's like i think i get more emails and messages than i ever had in my life working this job now but, <laughs> bet, but so that's that's been a change for me right but you have a team around you that helps you out and then and, and you're good to go but this at the at, uh, like again it's adapting to the new and virtual environment and trying to find yourself in different platforms that you that you're that you that you have to use you know so mm -hmm. that, that's it learn different platforms adapt to it to your leadership uh, and communication styles oh, i love it that's yeah i mean you know clearly james you you are the type of person who definitely leads by example I think, um, you know, that that's one thing that has really shined through. And I just love how you're so enthusiastic about what you do. Uh, and oh, it rubs okay. off, right? It rubs <laughs> off. It's mild, Yona. This is very mild. Oh, is <laughs> it? I, I, got polo, I got the polo on. I got the polo on. It's mild today. Oh, yeah. right? He's got his He's slack moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Once you meet him face to face, yeah, you're gonna not. Stop I can't laughing. wait. I, I, I'm, I'm yeah. looking forward to it. Um, you know, yes. when, the day that I'm able to travel to the Philippines, I will definitely ask Mafe to organize some sort of meetup so that I can get to. Oh, meet trust me, him. James will have it lined up. He's actually easy. like. <laughs> easy. He's having a hard time not having these events. Yeah. We had some um, love with it, you know, when having the Philippines. But I do want to ask one more question to James, because I know this What's is up? really probably powerful because going back, right? And I think I asked you this before in a, in a separate interview or, or just, you know, we talk about it in general. Starting, when you first started, you know, giving advice to young people now. Yeah. I know it was challenging. I know there was a lot of people that were not supporting you. So what made you just keep on going? What was what would be your advice to the the young people now that want to take that leap of faith or any age group um with all you know the people that just don't believe in you but then now yeah. they believe in you um yeah, I, what's your advice i i think um you, you you keep dreaming and like i always like when i was an educator my favorite question i would ask teachers students and other administrators I didn't care about the age. I would ask everybody, what do you want to be when you grow up, right? And I always ask that, right? And I remember before Roland made that phone call for me, 
I asked that to myself, what do you want when you grow up? I'm like, I asked it myself because like I got to that point where all right, I'm gonna go to get this principal's job. But now after that, I didn't ask myself that, right? So that when, when Rowan called, I was surprised, but you still keep on dreaming because you don't ever know what's the next, the next opportunity will be, right? So I would just tell you the youth out there is um, they're finish the structure. You're supposed to go to school, you do all that, get your degree. I, <laughs> Education is important, right? I, a little fun fact about me, I don't ever talk about it, but I do have a master's of education at University of San Francisco. Right. So I, I never tell people about that or, you know, it's just funny because you never know what the opportunity is going to be given to you and you go take it. Right. And at, at that time, I took that opportunity and then became a principal. Uh, there's so many different opportunities you have to think about. Like, um, I think here, I'll start over again. Young person, here's my advice to you. Right. Gain them as much experience as you can um and fill that those experiences up with positive memories and from there you're able to choose and uh wisely for your next uh, opportunity right so that's it right there you know keep on doing a lot of experiences right don't stop you know educating yourself in any plat in any platform any way yeah. or any medium keep educating yourself keep learning keep dreaming right and haters will come that's fine people who don't believe in you that's fine you have aunts and uncles and cousins and brothers and sisters, maybe that might not believe in your dream. That's fine, but you keep on doing different experiences to open your 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 yourself up to different opportunities. Don't burn no bridges. And keep, like I said, just, just open yourself up. Experience more than what you what you know, right? So that's it. Get get as many experiences as you can, so you're able to decide what what's the best opportunity for your next one. I love it. Yes. Thank you so much for sharing that. I think you are absolutely right. Um, you know, I think I, I had a recent interview and the person shared that life is like a buffet, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, can, I, I totally understand take, that. We take a bite of each of them and we get to experience it. We get to taste it. We get to see it. We get to smell it. And it's all yeah. about those senses that we continue to fill ourselves with because at the end of the day, every single one of those experiences, be it good or bad, it inspires us to continue to be better and do better. And I so love that. Absolutely love that. Um, and my, my final question, actually, for the both of you, because I am, you know, part of team australasia so when are you guys gonna come here yes <laughs> right, is rolling in the comment box is rolling in the comment box right there for any chance is he there or no i think that um the, the question for that though right but but going back to your last thing about the buffet i totally understand that now i'm a uh I am a three or four plate type of guy at the buffet. So I try everything and test everything. So I bring it back like this, you know, that's me, that's me, okay. You know, I miss the buffets too. But uh, yeah. we do, before pandemic, we actually had the structure set for a Kumu world tour in which we'll go to different areas and different regions yes. to just meet with Kumu users and have a space, have our opportunities, get to know their experience as the Kumu user, right? Um, so uh, um, that question will be answered shortly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I will be okay. waiting. Can I yes. give you a show with this, Yona? 
I know I, yes. I, I have to have one of those shirts. I, I love it. And, you know, uh, like what Marfe said, I am going to be starting my Kumu shows as well. Uh, shows on Kumu. Awesome. Um, you know, so I will, I'll definitely be having the both of you on there um, one of these days. So, you know, get please, ready. Please. Um, we'll continue. We'll continue the fun. But James, Malaming Salamat for your time and for your sharing, for your enthusiasm and your your basically the fire that you have to continue to inspire and motivate Filipinos globally. Um, I think you know what you do and what you and your team do. Uh, it's really an inspiration, and it's it's so. I love the fact that you are lifting up the Filipino people, and you know it is up to all of us to come together. To, yeah. to raise to raise a flag and really show everybody how much we show up, our integrity, yeah. our excellence in, in yeah. everything that we do, not just in work, but, you know, in our personal lives as well. So thank you so much, James. Um, uh, you know, I mean, how can we how can we reach you on, on Kumu? What's, what, uh, share with us. At, at James Rumor. So if my, my name is spelled right there. The at yeah, there it is. And follow me in any other social media, too except for uh, our competitor applications. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, James. All right. You guys we'll take care. We'll definitely have you on in the future, but thank you so much. Chris, Thanks, You guys James. take care. I'm out of here. Bye-bye. Peace. Talk to you again. Yes, there is not a dull moment with that guy. No. That's why I really appreciate him. And just like what your dad said, you know, don't don't stop. Uh, please don't stop. Keep going. The world needs you. So, James, yes. if you're still listening, um, all the Filipinos are very happy with, you know, the platform that you have created along with your co-founders. Yeah. Because a simple phone call like that has already changed the world by you both saying yes. And Yona. That oh just my means gosh. you're here because we're going to change the world with them, right? Let's spread the word of Australia first. I'm with Nick. I'm like, where do I apply? <laughs> you guys are ready to apply to me. I know, I know, I know. I know. No, but, you guys need to hire. That's what I'm doing. That's what you need to do now. Yes, you're repping nothing. No, I just, right, I after. really, I love, um, you know, how if, how inspiring he is. Like, I mean, you know, we, I, I you know what, actually, Rafe, I just love that we get to meet amazing individuals. Yeah. Hey, how when blessed attract, are we? When you attract that, um, you know, that environment, you know, yeah. the, the God is listening, the universe is listening, Yona. I mean, all we want yeah. to do is create a great environment for others, empower yeah. others they can be successful in whatever they choose to be, whether it's just simple exactly. happiness, right? Exactly. It doesn't even mean building a big empire. It could be just making sure that the family is healthy. So how do you make sure that ha happens is that you're healthy first, you're okay first, exactly. right? Um, I, I saw James in action, you know, like you would love the way that he really treats his team. And yeah. I'm so happy to be part of that. Uh, you know, I have to be grateful for the Kumu family. You guys are so welcoming. Uh, sometimes I, love it. I they feel like- They showed so much support today. 
Yes, amazing, amazing support. Even on Kumu, if you have the app open, they're nonstop giving gifts and just supporting, you know, shows like this. I appreciate them so much. Guys, JP, Eula, um, Bea, I see, you yes, know, everybody you. else here. Let me say that. Thank you, everybody. Yana, hello, hello, guys. Thank hello. you so much. Salamat. Please, uh, Naomi, like, guys, please support Australasia Kumu. Yona is one of the main ambassadors there, and I know she will, and along with the other ambassadors, will create a domino effect to the Australians and New Zealanders. So, yeah. Yona, thank you for allowing me to be your co-host today. I know that we miss Martin, but um, I know you'll have more successful shows with her in the next yeah. few weeks, right? The next, yeah, yeah, uh, that's right. No, but, um, you know, I'm just so inspired and so motivated <laughs> and seriously, like, really fired up. It was one of those yep. things where, you know, you're, you're, you're right. Like, when you truly believe in something and you really, um, you, you really want something so bad, I think people see that. And I think those types of people end up just the magnet is stronger when, you know, those those people just are within each other's space and you know i just love um being also in your energy mafe i watched you in action this morning congratulations to mafe for having an amazing presentation and workshop that was i mean i was like you know i wanted to just like i was just hands <laughs> up I was, like, I was so fired up like i'm fired up from you and then now i'm fired up from james like my goodness and then we've got another show later on and so yes. I, what an amazing way to celebrate life today on this beautiful Friday. So everybody, yeah. please, you know, uh, be thankful and be grateful for what you have. Uh, be thankful and grateful for today. And please, 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 like, you know, what we always share, um, you know, in everything that you do, sprinkle that bit of excellence, that bit of your excellence in everything that you do so that you can show to, to be better and just do better. And, um, you know, we can do that as a community. Um, and for everybody, you know, who have who hasn't got it, download Kumu uh, and follow Australia Kumu. So yeah, I'm, I'm so inspired. But thank you everybody for joining me in Mafe. Of course, thank you for always being by my side. Thank you everybody. Always. Bye. Bye.